In the wake of the Me Too movement comes a collection of short stories that challenge the reader to consider how women have suffered through the ages and continue suffering now. The primary connection between the stories in the collection, Suffer Rage, is that they are stories of and about women. Each woman in the collection has suffered, whether at the hands of men, society, or other women. Those they love, those that should love them, even their own bodies and minds, have betrayed them at some point. Some of these women are nameless. Some only have their names to hold on to and some are looking for new names to go with the possibility of new lives. Some stories tackle sexual assault, abortion, mental health issues, aging, and surviving against the odds. Regardless of the genre employed, there is a profoundly feminist and at times girl-esque tone to the stories. There are sharp and smart gestures toward body, femininity, and patriarchy and you get a sense of simmering rage throughout. As one of the story's protagonists says, all you have to do is listen in the bright dawn, and you will hear tender violence, the noise of women. When you have finished reading Suffer Rage, you will hear the voices of all the women vibrating in your bones, and you will ask yourself if you should choose to be a coward or revolutionary. Purchase your copy today of the Open Contract Challenge 2023 winner Adele Evershed and her collection of stories, Suffer Rage, at www.mythmart.com. And now, enjoy this free JZO Modcast show. There'll be peace when you are done Lay your weary head to rest Don't you cry Hey everybody and welcome to episode uh, 8 155. I had to think. You can do it! <laughs> 155 of Lupa's Bits. I am your host, as always, Lupa, and ignore the noise in the background. Um, you'll probably hear clicking, typing, chair moving, the odd errant comment, especially when I get into a certain piece. I might actually even invite him in to discuss with me because he's right here um yes he is awake now he is uh more involved in the mornings because he doesn't have a choice um yeah the almighty club beatus invited him in with open arms uh dave is now diabetic probably has been for a while um so now he has to get up at a regular time in the morning and um take his blood sugar, 
take his metformin, eat his breakfast, and, you know, all of those wonderful things. So there is no more of just me in the morning doing my podcast. Now the live studio audience is here, at least for the next month or so. <laughs> Say good morning, live studio audience. Good morning, live studio audience. <laughs> okay, so... Pre yes, it would be a pre-recorded studio audience. You wouldn't be live. You're live right now, but you're not going to. I'm alive. <laughs> you're not going to be live when people hear this right. on Friday. You will be alive on Friday. Like, let's <laughs> just make that clear. Oh my gosh. Okay, never mind. Um, this is this is going off the rails really, really quickly. Kind of. <laughs> okay, housekeeping. I don't have any. Um. There is housekeeping. I do have housekeeping. I haven't been given housekeeping, but apparently there's housekeeping. So, uh, Robert Piatone's book is The Transgression, which is, um, a naughty book. It's published. <laughs> it's, uh, under our Herotica imprint. So it is not for children. It is not for the weak of heart. Um, it's erotica. I mean, come on. Is it available? It is available on uh, It's available Mart. on Mythmart and other places that we sell books. Right? Yep. Okay. Uh you can still get Adele's Suffer Rage. Adele Evershed's Suffer Rage. It is available on Mythmart and other places where you buy books. Mm -hmm. Eye of the Beholder by Jim Bates is available. Uh, we have a ton of books available over there. And coming out next month is, I think, our youngest author yet. Yeah? Technically, yes. Yes, technically, this is our youngest author yet. Um, she is a 17-year-old girl from Ontario, Canada. My home province. Uh, I know her. I met her. She's wonderful. Cute as a button. You want to just stick her in your pocket. And her name is Jessica Alexandria. And her book... What was that? Oh, Monopoly. Who's attacking me? Uh, her book, The Murder Society, is coming out next month. And I had to keep reminding myself that a 17-year-old wrote this. It is such a good book. It just... It sucks you right in to what the main character is going through and what she's struggling with um all of the changes and i mean my i have to admit and i told her this flat out because i'm that kind of editor my favorite chapter in the entire book was chapter 38 there was nothing i needed her to rewrite there was nothing i wanted her to change it was such an incredibly powerful chapter to read um, it choked me up. It gave me chills. It, it, it really emphasizes and, and explains the struggle that Grace slash Scarlet is going through in a way that you can relate to it. You, you feel that struggle with her. So yeah, it was, it was, that is by far my favorite chapter. Um, I told her that. You don't need to touch nothing. Don't you dare touch anything. So, yeah, it comes out next month. Um, and I'm excited about that. 
next week, actually, on the 5th. The 5th. Right. The 5th. <laughs> of course I'm right. I'm always right. Uh, wait, I'm not always right, but I am never... No, I'm I'm never wrong. I am just mistaken. I do believe that is how it goes. Um, if I have it wrong, there'll be somebody in Ontario that will correct me very quickly because it was her her saying that she used to use. I don't think she, I think she still does. Anyway, so is that it for housekeeping? Uh, oh. If you experienced a glitch in the matrix regarding our websites, um, they have been fixed. So it wasn't us. It wasn't us. Uh, somebody on the end of the, the uh, people, the server that we pay for goofed up and yeah, things got a little mucked about and but everything is all fixed now so we are back up and running um i think we found it fairly quickly so i don't think you really anybody really would notice we didn't get any messages saying something was wrong so i don't think anybody really noticed that there was a problem i think we caught it in time because we check every day every day Speaking of which, I'm going to take you with me to check one more time because I'm getting a little obsessive with checking. And it's still in review. All right. Um, I made something and I'm selling it personally, myself, not through the company, um, not through Mythmart. I'm selling it myself. I have created a writer's journal. Um, it's got character breakdown pages. It's got plot outlines. It's got a page pages for major plot points and um, character plots. Like they're 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 stuff for a writer. Stuff that I would want in a journal if I'm going to use it to write my next book or my next screenplay. This is what I would want. Um. And hopefully, it'll be available this week, uh, as soon as it is. Yes, this is a same shameless self-promotion. Um, I will let you know as soon as it's available. I will put the link up, and um, I hope you buy it, because I'm trying to, you know, supplement my income, which sucks. <laughs> ah, what did I do? Oh, wait, did I lose, did I lose the story that I was trying to? What was I, I have a bunch of tabs open and I clicked somewhere. Okay, here we go. We don't want to, we don't want to lose this. Okay, so I tried to look for some happy news, you know, like the song, and I couldn't find any. Apparently, this is why I don't listen to the news because there's never anything happy. There's never anything uplifting. And unless it impacts me, I don't care. I know, I know, I know, I know, I should care, but unless it's going to affect me personally, there is nothing I can do about it, and if I know about it, I'm going to stress about it. So, I avoid the news, and if it's super serious, then either Dave or Crystal lets me know what's going on in the world, and thinks, you know, maybe I should know this. Sometimes I want to know it, sometimes I don't. 
But, um, yeah. So, I couldn't find any happy news. So, what does a reasonable... Okay. I do want to talk about one thing. Um, because as I started saying that, it reminded me, I did go to TikTok looking for news. <laughs> because it is usually delivered fairly and, um, um, What's the word I'm looking for? Not biased. No, 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 no. It's very biased. There is no non-biased about it. It is that person's opinion. It is full of bias. Um, it is highly entertaining. Especially the one um, uh, creator, content creator that I follow. And Dave follows her now, too, I do believe. Bama Joe. Yeah, with her. Any hoodie. Children, cover your ears. Shit's about to get real. I love that. You know that it's going to be good. She's going to go off about something. Uh, and you can usually tell by the expression on her face whether she's mad, disgusted, or just confused. <laughs> but I love the way she delivers the news. I wish my news could be delivered like that every day. Because then I might pay attention more attention to the news. Um, she doesn't mince words in any way shape or form and she actually comes up with some very creative um names <laughs> for what she calls people you should hear what she calls um yeah the leaders of the free world it's really funny anyway um i want to talk about this and I know you've probably heard enough about it. You've probably are sick of hearing it. Some of you are probably just like, you know what? It's not a thing. Um, it is a thing. And it's been proven that it's a thing that the way things are now it, are not the way things were. The Mandela effect. Okay, it is everywhere, and as a Gen Xer, um, it is our history, it is our childhood, it is an entire decade of games and information and knowledge and commercials and stuff that they're messing with that is totally different now, and apparently has always been like this. Well, no, not all of it has. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's not. Um, so, wait, what? Hold on. So, this one has said, now this one's attacking the Wizard of Oz. I am fairly certain the line has always been, Toto, I don't think we're in Kansas anymore. I have watched that movie since I was three years old. Every year I watch that movie. And when it became available... On streaming, wherever you wanted to find it, I watched it even more. I have the board game. I used to have the dolls. I have seen Wicked on Broadway twice. No, I've seen The Wizard of Oz on Broadway, and I've seen Wicked on Broadway. I have watched the movies. I have, I know the songs off by heart. I could recite the movie line for line. And now you're telling me it's not Toto? I don't think we're in Kansas anymore? Um, what, it's not, this isn't telling me the line. So I'm going to Google that. 
Like, she says it when she comes out of the house. Oh, wait. It might actually be that. No. That actually does sound familiar. I have, I actually think this one is right. I think it is, Toto. I have a feeling we're not in Kansas anymore. I think that one might be right. That does sound familiar. Um, And she says it when she comes out after the house lands on the Wicked Witch of the East. And she comes out of the house and she sees all the bright colors. That's when it goes from... um black and white or it wasn't really black and white it was kind of like a beige a yellowy monochrome or something i don't know what it was called but when it goes from black and white into color when she lands in oz um she's holding toto and she comes out of the house and she looks around she goes oh my because that was like her 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 thing oh my um she may have actually said toto i have a feeling we're not in kansas anymore instead of I don't think we're in Kansas anymore anyway moving on that one might be right um so it's saying that you know we misremember events historical facts famous pop culture moments and that's what the Mandela effect is. Well, I don't think all of us are actually misremembering things. I, I, I actually believe that they are changing. Like, there are a lot of conspiracy theories about this. Like, there was a time slip and we're in a different dimension. I'm not quite sure I can get behind that one. Um, now, the government conspiracy theory, that one I could get behind because, especially, no offense, the U.S. government, they have got all of these secret little, like, the CIA and the FBI and all of this, you know, like, what's going on in Roswell? They have all of these little secrets and and they make people disappear. They make things happen. They They do stuff. So, it wouldn't surprise me if they were running this experiment to see if they could change history by doing it, by changing little things from one decade, that would be your, your test parameter. The 10 year, the eighties or the eighties and nineties, that would be your test parameter. And you would pick certain things like the monopoly guy with the monocle. Um, give me another one. Bernstein Bears, um, Queen, we are the champions. And he does say, of the world. I'm sorry. Um, things like that. And changing just tiny little things, especially things that you can't really prove were one way or the other. Because the people that created it, or the people that sang it, or the people that said it are no longer around. Um, the whole N Nelson Mandela about him dying in the eighties, I vaguely remember hearing something about him dying in the eighties, but he didn't actually die in the eighties. He died in 2013, apparently. So okay, spellings of our favorite snacks. Um, important events for the year we were born. Everything seems to be changed. 
So one of the one of the ones that that I distinctly remember is Britney Spears wearing a headset during her her video. The doll was even sold with one. So they say that and I know technology today would be very easy to just go in and delete that from the original video. And then you just duplicate the video and off you go. So yeah. Um I think Jif has always been Jif. I don't remember it being Jiffy, but um I'm not American and Jif is an American peanut butter. Um now I do remember Looney Tunes being T O O N S because it was a cartoon. It was a loony cartoon. And the uh the little dudes, um Yakko, Wacko and Doc, what were they? Animaniacs. Yeah. Animaniacs. They actually in their song say we're tiny, we're toony, we're all together loony. That is the meaning cartoony. Wait a minute, are you sure? Tiny Toons. Hang on. The Tiny Toons Adventures. We're all a little loony, and in this cartoony, we're invading your TV. Oh, you're right. Okay. Okay, so I was wrong. Um, Tiny Tunes, which is spelled T-O-O-N, Tiny Tunes. So why wouldn't Looney Tunes be spelled T-O-O-N? Right? Right. So I think that one was changed over time. And nobody noticed until, like, you know, we all started going, oh, the Mandela Effect. Um, yeah, I think it was originally Looney Tunes because Tiny Tunes is the smaller version of the Looney Tunes. Uh, Bernstein Bears. They're Jewish. It was Bernstein Bear, Bears, not Bernstein Bears. I don't know. I don't know. I don't remember Curious George having a tail. Do you remember Curious George having a tail? Yeah, so that one might be okay. Um, it is Sex and the City, but everybody says Sex in the City. Um, but somebody actually has a picture. There is a picture here showing that it says Sex in the City, Eau de Parf Parfume, which is perfume. Um, but the show was called Sex and the City. I do remember that because I always pronounced it wrong. Febreze was spelt with two E's. Apparently it wasn't. It's, no, it's not with, it's not Febreze. It's Febreze with two E's, right? No, it's not, apparently. 
Um, okay, hold on. I need to sing the song. Because there was a song back in the day. My baloney has a first name. It's O-S-C-A-R. My baloney has a last name. It's M-A-Y-M-A. So it is M-A. Not M-E. It is M-A. Uh, let's see. You heard the ding. Let's see who it's from. So, yep, it is. All right. Uh, Skechers had a tea. I remember Skechers had a tea. When I got, when I get back to Canada, I do believe I still have a pair of Skechers shoes at home. I'm going to check. Uh, Fruit Loops were Loops. L-O-O. Um, I don't remember there being two O's in fruit. Fruit was spelt fruit because they were fruit flavored. Messing with our stuff. Um, okay, you know what? Uh, the King of England's picture doesn't look right. Neither one of them look right, to be honest. Um, the, the general consensus was that he was wielding a turkey leg. Some people thought he was wielding a turkey leg. Apparently, he wasn't, but neither picture looks correct. The turkey leg in this picture looks fake. So, I don't know if I can get behind that one. The Monopoly Man and his monocle, we are not going to discuss. He had a monocle. There was a commercial. I do, we discussed this last night. There was a commercial. Um, I think it was when Monopoly at McDonald's started and he opens his eyes really big and the monocle falls out and he picks up the monocle and puts it back in. You all remember that? Remember? Yeah. Uh, Pikachu's tail. I remember the tip being black. Apparently it wasn't. Um, I never ate enough Kit Kat bars to actually pay attention to the name. So I don't know if there was a hyphen in Kit Kat or not. Fruit of the Loom, I'm sorry, I remember the cornucopia. Because I have this thing, okay? It's one of my many quirks, and I think it's what makes me cute. I'll see, you know those wooden barrels you see kind of tipped over? People have them in their front yard, and all the flowers are spilling out. I want to go scoop them all up and put them back in and stand the barrel up upright. And it stems from being a child looking at the Fruit of the Loom cornucopia wanting to shove all the fruits back inside the cornucopia because they're all spilling out, making a mess. So I remember the cornucopia. I remember for art class in grade four, trying to draw the cornucopia from the Fruit of the Loom because we had to do a Thanksgiving um, themed picture. So I thought a cornucopia with all the vegetables and I could turn like the apple into a squash, um, the grapes into peas. So I was using the fruit of the loom picture as my, my, um, example. So, uh, Cheez-Its, Cheez-Its, they're Cheez-Its, not Cheez-It, Cheez-Its. They're Cheez-Its with a Z. Double stuff Oreos. Why would there only be one F? That, I'm sorry, Gen X would not allow. Things were spelled correctly back in our day. But apparently, and I, you know what? I am going to go to the cupboard. I'm going to take you with me. We're going to walk to the cupboard. 
We are walking to the cupboard. Because we happen to have some in the cupboard. And I'm going to look. <gasps> That's just not right. We can't buy these anymore. So the one in the cupboard only has one F. That's not right. There should be more than one F. Why would they say double stuff with one F? It makes no sense. It's not grammatically correct. No other word on the packaging is spelled incorrectly. So why would they misspell stuff? I don't... But they do. The new packages have one F. And I'm looking at the one on the left, which is what we remember, and the one on the right is the new one, and even the colors on the packaging are different. Um, it's now more of a pink, whereas back then it was red. So, because the Nabisco logo is red. I don't know. I don't know. So, Mona Lisa's smile. Um, people claim she used to have a more obvious smile. I'm looking at these two pictures and they look absolutely identical. So I don't know what people are, are going on about. Um, I don't recall C3PO having a silver leg. Maybe in the very beginning when he was first put together or when, um, they were, um, worker droids for Jabba the Hutt. And remember, he was disassembled and Luke had him carried on his back. He may have ended up with a silver leg then, but I remember him being gold from head to foot. I don't remember him having a silver leg. And it's not going to do me any good to go back and watch the movies because they would have changed them all. Uh, the Flintstones does not have too large T. I don't, I don't, that doesn't look right. It's the Flintstones with one T. It's just one. Cinderella's castle. Okay. There is only one Cinderella's castle. And that's in Walt Disney World in Florida. Now, there is a blue and pink castle in California's Disneyland, and that's Sleeping Beauties, which a lot of people will mistake and call Cinderella's castle. But, yeah, there is only one Cinderella's castle, and that is in Walt Disney World. Uh, that I do know. I, you know what? I'm going to argue with, I, I, I will die on this hill. Ed McMahon and Publishers Clearinghouse. Apparently, he was never on TV handing out big checks to families. He was never a spokesperson for the company. Um, he worked for American Family Publishers. He never hand, I'm sorry. I clearly remember. Ed McMahon, my grandma, used to enter the publisher's clearinghouse every time it came in the mail. We'd see him on TV, and she would complain, why doesn't Ed McMahon come to my door? He needs to hand me a check. Um, yeah. So, Play It Again, Sam was never a thing from Casablanca. Um, and you know what? Okay, this one. They have proven that this one is actual fact. They have, people have come forward with like the original cassette tapes that can't be altered, especially if you own them. 
of Star Wars where he says, Luke, I am your father. But apparently the line is, no, I am your father. No. No, it's Luke, I am your father. Why do you think we've been saying, Luke, I am your father, since the, the, the 80s? Because that's the line. Everybody says it into a fan. Everybody. That's how it goes. Um, Jaws. And I do remember this line. Clear as day. Because that is a, a movie that scares the pants off of me. I can't watch it. I have a phobia of sharks. And he turns to the dude. Like his head pops up. Cigarette. And falls out. And he looks at it. We're going to need a bigger boat. Because they're hunting Jaws. And they realize just how big he is. But apparently the line is, you're going to need a bigger boat. Why would he say you're going to need a bigger boat? When the two of them are hunting the shark together. We're going to need a bigger boat. Makes more sense. What chartreuse is a shade of green? No. It's pink. Um... No, he says life is like a box of chocolates. Mama always said life is like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get inside. That is what Forrest Gump says. Not life was like a box of chocolates. He may have said that at the very beginning. Um, But when he's recounting later, he says life is like a box of chocolates. I'm going to have to watch that movie just to... Just to prove it. And apparently there was no mirror, mirror on the wall. They're wrong. It's magic mirror on the wall. But no, it was mirror, mirror on the wall. Who's the fairest of them all? And the mirror looks at it and goes, <laughs> Snow White. Um, wait, what? Oh, yeah, no, it is 3008. And you're so too, wait, no, I thought it was, I'm so 2008. You're so 2000 and late. Okay, Misha, you got to back me up on this one because we dance to this one religiously. This is Black Eyed Peas, Boom Boom Pow. Okay, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to find the song. And you know what? You know, it's kind of stupid because it's going to be changed on here anyway. Maybe we just, maybe it's one of those misheard lyric things. You know, you mishear the lyrics. Oh, we got to go through some stupid ad. Oh, wait. No, we don't. All right. So let's see if we can find the line. Okay. Wait. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Okay, I think I found it. Hold on. Yeah, see? Her lips look like she's saying two, but apparently the song says three. So, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to think of that one. Um. Oh, oh, you know what? I am so sorry. I'm going to have to, you know, make another hill and die on that one, too. The iconic risky business scene when he comes sliding across that floor in nothing but a dress shirt and a pair of socks. He's wearing sunglasses. 
That's the whole part of the shtick. He's trying to be this cool rock star dude. He's got the black plastic sunglasses that we all wore in the 80s. The shirt and socks. But apparently, no. That's just wrong. Um... No, no, he says run, you fools. I am fairly certain. Okay, Lord of the Rings fans, I, 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 need, I need to hear from you. How do you remember Gandalf saying the line? Okay, so you know when they're, they're in the mountain and he's about to fight the dragon and, um, you know, he puts his little staff down. You shall not pass! Um, and then he turns and looks at the crew and he says, run, you fools! Apparently, he says, fly, you fools. That makes no sense. None of them can fly. None of them have wings. He falls with the dragon. Why would they fly? How are they going to fly? He says, run, you fools. Like, some of these Mandela effects don't make any sense in regards to the overall concept of the story that they're in. Like, why would he tell Frodo, Mary, um, um, nobody ever remembers the other Hobbit's name, <laughs> oh, Legolas and, um, Aragorn, why would, oh, and Sam, sorry, Sam, forgot you, Sam, and then the third Hobbit that nobody ever remembers, um, why would he tell them to fly? And Gimli, who's a dwarf. Not one of those. The only one that I could think that might have the ability to fly would be Legolas because he's a fairy. He's an elf. But why would he tell them, fly, you fools? That doesn't make any sense. Run, you fools. Is, yeah. Okay, so now we're getting into um, Hannibal Lecter. Silence of the Lambs. How many of you remember him saying, Hello, Clarice? Apparently not. Apparently he just says, Good morning. No. No. I remember him saying, Hello, Clarice. Because he says it so creepily. Like, it's just like, Ugh. Ick oozes off of her name. Now we're getting into the queen of the world. I'm sorry. It's there. They claim it never happened. They're full of bull bullpucky. Because it did. I remember I was 10 years old. My baseball team had just won the season championship. Of course, none of my family was there to watch me. So I'm riding my bicycle up Simcoe Avenue in Port Manickle. And I've got my glove and I'm riding along and I am singing, we are the champions. And then I put my glove in the air as I pull in my driveway doing of the world. Why would I do that if it wasn't in the song? Why would I make that up if it wasn't in the song? I was 10 years old. Explain that to me. Can you explain that to me? You have some explaining to do, Lucy. <laughs> hey, Lucy! Mr. Rogers' theme song. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. A beautiful day for a neighbor. Won't you be mine? No, apparently not. It's not in the neighborhood. It's in this neighborhood. Mm -mm, I watched Mr. Dress Up faithfully. It's the neighborhood. That's how the song goes. I just sang it to you. 
horribly. Oh, hey, Bay, 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 it is the Lucy. It is the Lucy. Um, he doesn't say, Lucy, you have some splaining to do. No, apparently, what he really said was, splain if you can. Lucy, splain. No, 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 he says, Lucy, you have some splaining to do. Maha. Uh, number of U.S. states. How many U.S. states are there? Okay, so apparently some people, and I do, I remember, it could be that, you know, Canadian geography class is a little different than American geography class, but I remember that learning that there were 52 states. What did you do with the other two states? I remember learning that there were 52 states. What did you do with the other two states? They're not, they're territories, they're not states. Oh, kind of like provinces. So there are two. Guam and uh, Puerto Rico. This is a bold-faced lie. I have seen it. He was in Shazam. The name of the movie was Shazam. It says that Sinbad never played a genie. Liars. Liar, liar, pants on fire. Um, several people can attest that they distinctly remember seeing the comedian in a movie called Shazam. Yes. Many argue they're confusing this memory with a movie Kazam starring Shaquille O'Neal as a genie. Nope, it was Sinbad and it was Shazam. Google it. You'll find it. Sally Field with her, you like me, you really like me. And apparently that's not what she says. What she says is, I can't deny the fact that you like me. Right now, you like me. No. I don't remember it being that way. Oh, yeah. No, it is. It is. It's not? Babe, who's this? Smokey the Bear. No, it's not. His name is just Smokey Bear. Nah, it's Smokey the Bear. Only you can prevent forest fires. Tank Man. Okay, so this is one of the most memorable things. We were taught this in history. I remember seeing it on the news. Um, 1989, Tiananmen Square. The protests. The dude. The one man standing in front of the tanks. Stopping the tanks. Right? Apparently, no. He was run over and killed. Mm, no. Some say the unidentified man, known as Tank Man, was run over and killed. But other videos show him unharmed. I remember him being unharmed. I don't remember him being run over and killed. I remember him stopping that civil unrest. Uh, Neil Armstrong's death. Wait, what? He died? Okay. Apparently he died in 2012. 2012 is not recent, babe. <laughs> uh, Billy Graham's death. Um, apparently his funeral was on TV. I don't remember. I didn't really follow Billy Graham much past the 90s because my grandmother used to watch him 
faithfully and 100 Huntley Street. Um, and if you didn't have cable back in the 90s, 100 Huntley Street was one of the things that you had to sit and watch. Um, oh, okay, okay, okay. I'm going to have to call on Mish for this one because this is, again, another song we used to rock out to. Joan Jett and the Blackhearts. I love rock and roll. The line that we all remember is, I saw him standing there by the record machine. No, apparently it's, I saw him dancing there by the record machine. Nope. Nope. It's, I saw him standing there by the record machine. That's what it's been. There is no mistaken lyric. Um, I don't remember much about Mother Teresa, but apparently she was canonized as a saint. Okay. Um, I do remember the Space Shuttle Challenger explosion. We watched it in class. Traumatized an entire generation of children. Because the reason why everybody was so excited was that, you know, they wheeled, there was a teacher going up in space, just a regular person. Apparently the years get a little fuzzy. Um, it happened in 1986, but some remember it happening in 1984 or 1985. I can tell you where what class I was in. I was in grade 8 in Regent Public School. Um, I couldn't tell you the year. But in 1986, I would have been 14. I I can't math this morning apparently. Yeah, I would have been fourteen. So how could I have been in grade eight when I was fourteen years old? I would have been in grade nine or grade ten, not grade eight. I was in grade eight when. The space shuttle. Let me. I'm gonna. I'm gonna Google because I went to Regent Public School. Let me see if they have it. Actually, have. Um. Oh, they might actually. Oh nope, that's for North Dakota. Wow. Uh, let's put it in, you know, the, the town that, okay, let's see. Um, okay, Regent Public School, Midland, Ontario, Midland, Canada. Um, oh, I can register for free. Oh, for heaven's sakes. All right, let's do this. I don't know what this is that middle name? Oh, last name at graduation. Okay, there we go. I don't remember what year I graduated. That was a long time ago. Let me see. Now you watch. I'm going to be wrong. 
Which, you know, is a distinct possibility. It could happen. What is going... I didn't put that in there. Alright. Here we go. Oh, really? No, I'm not... I'm not doing that. I'm not paying for nothing. Mm-mm. I'm not putting up a photo. Uh, there's no way I could have graduated from public school in 1990. I was a mom. No, I'm saying you would have graduated. You would be 18 at 1990. We're talking public school, grade 8. Go backwards. I would have, gra well, are you doing five years of high school? Because I was only doing four. No. Okay. It's okay. I'm in here. I'm, I'm searching for, let's see. Let me see if I can find. Uh. I'm searching one of my classmates. Oh, can't find him. He might not be on here. Okay, so let me see here. Oh. All right, so... Oh, they don't have... A senior yearbook. Well, we didn't really do yearbooks. Um. Oh my gosh, thirty-nine years. <laughs> that was not something I wanted to see. All right. I'm trying to find. Regent Public School. Five people. <gasps> there I am! Look at that! 1985. I think. Uh, I don't remember Miles. I don't remember Orville Huey. Alright, so maybe... No, oh, he's not there. I'm trying to think. I don't remember uh, Chris. Okay, so he's not there. Um. All right, so let's check class of '86. Um, Edward Lacroix. I don't know if I and I don't remember Bev. I remember Daryl, but he was younger than me. Um, all right, so let's see. Jennifer Hawkins, John Palmer. See, this would just make it so much easier if people I actually went to school with registered. Tim! <laughs> Did he? Oh my gosh! <laughs> 
Chris Sabinski. I remember him too. Yeah, I remember Tim Bowen. That's funny. Tim. <laughs> and I can actually hear Mish giggling in my head because she knew Tim, but she knew Tim in a different realm than I knew Tim. I went to school with Tim. Um. I remember Carla Bradshaw. I'm trying to think of other people that were in my class. The only name that pops out, there was Mark Zamet. Let me see. Let's go back. Boy, this episode. Oh, shush. I'm totally going down like memory lane here. Anyway, I was trying to prove something and I got sidetracked. Okay, moving on. Um, I don't remember. I did do a, uh, a story about the Lindbergh baby. Um, I don't remember them finding the body. I don't remember that. But I do remember reading that the killer was sentenced to death. So they must have found the body. Um... I don't remember Patrick Swayze recovering from pancreatic cancer. I actually remember him dying. I was heartbroken. I don't care much about the Oscars. I do now. I do remember Mickey Mouse having a tail. Um, but you don't see the tail in the um, costumes that they wear in Disney World. He doesn't have a tail. You don't see it in um, the live action type movies. And the Disney World Castle is in Florida. It's in Disney World. So, wait. Hold on. I remember walking through the gates. You're on Main Street and you see the castle right at the end of Main Street. Not in, in, in Orlando, Florida. There is not. There is one. Oh. And the one in Disneyland is not Cinderella's Castle. That's Snow White's. No, you walk in Main Street and it's right there at the end of Main Street. But apparently not. Apparently it's in Fantasyland. I don't remember that. Okay. What is the line from Field of Dreams? What does Kevin Costner say? Nope. If you build it, he will come. And I do actually remember that being the line because they're referring to his dad. So, yeah, that one is okay. Yeah, Toto, I don't think we're in Kansas anymore. Shut up. Been there. Beam me up, Scotty. Apparently, he never said, beam me up, Scotty. He never said those words. What he did say was, Scotty, beam us up. And that wasn't until 1986. So, there's your Mandela, or at least those ones. Um, I've given you my reasons why I think they're wrong. And now we're going to move on to something else that just sticks in my craw and irked me to no end. And I was very glad I did not get up at 2 o'clock in the morning 
to watch this abomination. Come here, sir. You're going to chat with me about this one. We are going to discuss Elimination Chamber. Yes, I have been turned into a wrestling fan. Um, I'm not sure when it happened. It not was last year when she fell in love with the blonde guy. The blonde guy? Yeah. Cody Rhodes. <laughs> the blonde guy. <laughs> yeah, okay, I'm not going to lie. I do love me some Cody. Um, So, we watched Elimination Chamber the next day. We avoided all social media so that we didn't have any idea of what we were going to see or who won. Um, First, I'm going to say the women's match sucked. Now, I do have a new respect for Liv Morgan. Um, I thought she was just another dumb blonde like Tiffany, and she was just there for fodder. Uh, she actually has some moves. She put her heart and soul into that match, and you could tell. She fought the best she could. She pulled off some really good moves. Uh, Tiffany, I just, I still just, I, I I want to just let me give the boy medicine and then I will talk wrestling. All right. Um, she still she came out in her underwear again. Um, and spent most of the match holding her boob. I'm not sure what Tiffy time. Yeah, I'm not sure if she had like her boob hurt. I'm not sure if. You know, a lot of the wrestlers will fake hold their back like it hurts. Um, I don't know. I don't know what it was. I don't know if it was a security thing for her. She felt better holding her booby. I don't know. But she spent most of the match holding her boob. Just one boob. The same boob. Um, now I know in, uh, SmackDown, she was having a problem because we discussed this last week, having a problem with keeping her boobs in her teeny tiny ill-fitting top so maybe it was rapidly racing towards a nip slip i don't know but yeah she spent every time she wasn't beating on or attempting attempting to beat on somebody because she really doesn't have any skill at wrestling there are no major moves that she does. She can't execute the basic moves. Um, and I'm not going to lie. When what's her face? The butch chick. I can't remember her name. The one dressed in black. Uh, Rodriguez, I think. I have it somewhere. Um, let me see. That's it, men's. Where is the women's? Okay, so the women's. What is this? This is not from this year. What is happening? This is from, okay, so the pictures are, but then I get to the women's tag team championship match. 
No, this is all supposed to be elimination chamber. Okay, so um, Na oh, Naomi, she just that girl needed to go. I liked watching her get slammed against the uh, the gauge because she just I want to slam her. She just annoys me. And the same with what was when Tiffany got picked up and they kept Rodriguez. That's right. They just kept slamming her head first. Not that they were doing any damage because there's nothing in her head to begin with. But yeah, it was kind of nice to see her slamming into the cage, into the pods. It was great. Um, but yeah, like like I said, she held her boob. Every time she wasn't trying to grab somebody, she was holding her boob. I don't know. Maybe she needs to rethink her clothing choices. Maybe she just needs to rethink her life choices. I don't know. I can't stand her. I can't. But I do have a new respect for Liv Morgan. She did pull off some pretty good looking moves. Um, she made the fight interesting. Which was hard because it sucked. Um, Becky Lynch. I don't know if she was having an off day. I have seen her wrestle better in just a side match that's a filler for, you know, a weekly show than she did in the Elimination Chamber. Her timing was off. Her moves were off. You could see... I mean, I know she was wrestling against people who didn't know what they were doing, like Tiffany. So when a move would come, like an aerial move or something, you could see her shimmying herself across the floor to make, like across the mat to make sure she was in the right position. And then you knew she was going to kick out before she kicked out because she would have her hands up in the air waiting. Like she's just lying there. She's supposed to be looking like she's pinned, but she's not. Her hands are up and she's waiting to just kind of push the other chick off and, you know, lift the shoulder. Or kick her leg out, whatever. It was it was bad. Becky Lynch's performance was bad. And she doesn't normally wrestle like that. I don't know if it was jet lag or what, but yeah. It was. But she ended up winning. She did. So maybe that's why she wasn't putting it in. She already knew she was going to win the match. So there was no point in having to, to put, put in any effort. effort into it. Um... I hate Naomi. I have nothing nice to say about Naomi. She had green hair. At least her boots matched this time. Yeah. She didn't have one blue one and one green one. And she didn't have her hair written in or her she name had, written in. Yeah, her, her hair wasn't her name wasn't in her hair. She had stuff in her hair, but it wasn't spray her name wasn't spray painted. Um I was sad to see Bianca Belair eliminated. That was my choice for winning. Uh, like it was uh, my prediction was between Becky mm -hmm. and Bianca. Those were the two that I, I figured would, one of them would take it. And Becky did take it, but I would have preferred to see Bianca Belair take it. I like her better. I think Bianca, I thought Bianca was going to take it. Yeah. She just has a bigger draw. She has a much more involved story. She's a bigger crowd draw. She's got more fans. And she's got a TV show. Yeah. <laughs> WWE in Love. I think that's the name of it. Yeah, her and her husband. Yeah. 
Are you fixing the errant wild eyebrow? Yeah. Okay, thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, but the, the women's match. And I said too, like we, we have, I've kind of, I don't know if we've noticed, but I've kind of noticed a pattern when they do like with the Royal Rumble, with Elimination Chamber, when it's, or like with anything else that we've watched, when there's men and women's matches, if the women's match sucks, the, other, the yeah. men's match is going to be outstanding. Yeah. If the men's match sucks, the women's match is going to be outstanding. That's very true. So, the women's match sucked. So we knew the men's match was going to be something. Now, Oh, he's got to, you're going to hear some beeping and a click. He's got to take his blood sugar. Um, then we had, okay, so we got to talk about Grayson Waller. What the hell? We got, <laughs> we got to talk about the interview. Um, so. Oh, what is it? Aussie, Aussie, Aussie? Oi, oi, oi. <laughs> That's for you, Tim. So. The Grayson Waller effect, whatever. Whose show was it? Grayson Waller's. And that was the little dude with the mic that got face slammed into the no, mat. that was Austin. Okay, well, he was the one running the show. Grayson was hiding over behind the plant. Yeah, he was. That was <laughs> as soon as Cody took down, uh, what was his name again? Austin Theory. Austin Theory. Which I was like, yes, because <laughs> he's a little arrogant for me. Grayson ran and hid behind a fern. Yes, he did. He had his Fine. back to. He's like, I'm just gonna stand over here. I'm not gonna say nothing. I'm not gonna do nothing. And Cody's taking out Austin. Seth freaking Rollins is standing there taking out Austin. Um, now Cody did do something. You need a snack. He, he, uh, Cody did do something that, uh, surprised. Well, no, it didn't really surprise me because I did. Okay. When, when the rock and Roman reigns were supposed to fight at WrestleMania 40, I told Dave, I don't think that's going to happen. That can't happen. Well, it was going to, but they changed plans. I I kind of said, you know, something's going to happen. It's going to end up, it's going to be back with Cody again. But I, I predicted there would be a four-way fight. There would be a foursome. Now, I didn't predict it being a tag team. I thought it was going to be a four-way deathmatch kind of thing. The Fatal Four, yeah, the Fatal Four-Way. Um, so Cody at Elimination Chamber calls out The Rock. Anytime, anywhere. I will do you. I will take you out. Austin was doing his best rock impression, which I will give him credit for. Was pretty good. Was pretty good. I'm waiting to see the rock's response to that. Um, because it was pretty good. It was. So now Cody's called out the rock. Seth steps up and says, you know, The Rock's not going to come to this fight alone. He's going to bring Roman with him. And he's got now, Seth and Cody have kind of called on The Rock and Roman for a tag team match. 
there is rumors that the double main event, because now WrestleMania is two days, uh, first day is going to be the tag team match, and then the second day will be the singles matches. So hmm. they're talking about doing double double work for the, the weekend. Well, if that happens and they do the tag team match first, my prediction for the tag team match... Mm-hmm. I don't. Th- it's not going to be for a title or for a belt or anything. It's just going to be a match. Roman and Rock will go over. I think Roman and Rock will win the tag team match, and then when it comes down to Cody and Roman, Cody's going to take it. Cody's going to take the title, and I think the Rock is going to cost uh, Roman Re- or not Roman Reigns, uh, Seth Rollins the title, and I think that. Drew McIntyre is going to win the title from him, and uh, Seth and The Rock are going to go off into a feud, and then hopefully by the time uh, Drew gets his title, CM Punk will be back. Yeah, he's out for a while. <laughs> and then by the time he comes back, he's injured. Have, they can have their feud. Yeah, so yeah, because it's CM Punk versus DM Hunk. Well, originally, the original plan was supposed to be uh, Seth freaking Rollins and CM Punk. Yeah. That was the original plan until he hurt himself. Yeah, CM Punk got wounded thinking he was 20 years younger. He does that a lot. Yeah. Well, you know, he's not known for his brains. <laughs> Most of them aren't. Um, yeah, Seth Rollins is just days away from being medically cleared to compete. So... That's kind of cool. Now, let's talk the men's elimination chamber. That was enjoyable. That was very enjoyable. It was pretty intense. Um, Props go out to Kevin Owens. He fought hard. My little Canadian bulldog. He was out there. Um... But he didn't care. I don't think he was in it to win it. He was just in there to mess up Logan Paul. That's well, yeah, that's, he wanted. that's that's all it was. It's just um, I thought that Ellie Knight was going to take it, but um, when I realized it was going to be, it would have been a good guy versus a good guy. That wouldn't have worked. Yeah. So I knew it had to be a bad guy. Yeah. That's why my second pick was it was Drew McIntyre. Yeah. See, I had picked. Um, Kevin Owens, just because he's Canadian. I mean, I knew he wasn't going to win, but I got to be, you know, be faithful to my Canadian wrestlers. And LA Knight was my other pick. So I was out completely. I, I call, did not call that at all. I'm just not a big Drew McIntyre fan. I could listen to him talk. I just don't want to look at him. Too hairy for me. I was going to say, and this is saying from the woman who, when she first saw him, couldn't stop drooling. <laughs> She's like, oh, he, oh, he's got a dimple, too. Oh, oh. <laughs> to be fair, I am a sucker for a dimple. Dave has one, and it gets him out of more trouble than he knows. <laughs> but, yeah, okay, you know. But then he took his shirt off, and he, it's just too hairy for me. Okay. I've seen it matted and sweaty, and it's kind of a turnoff. 
Oh, yeah, that's nasty. Okay. See, there you go. Um, but he is a good wrestler. I will give him that. But even he wasn't pulling off. He was kind of wrestling almost like Becky Lynch was. He wasn't really. I mean. He was letting everybody else do the work. Exactly. Because he knew he was winning. But when Kevin locked him and Logan into the pod. <laughs> oh, that that just that made my little Canadian heart very happy. I, I I'm not going to lie. I cannot stand Logan Paul. I hate him. I don't I just mm. He's an arrogant, cocky little kid that you just want to throat punch. Yeah, he like he him. plays a bad guy very well. He does. He does because he's got that Millennial, zillennial, whatever generation he is. I don't know how old he is. He's a I, baby. Yeah, to the Google machine, as Mike saying, would say. I think he might actually be a, a Gen Z. I don't know if he's that young. But, yeah. he uh, He's a cocky little kid that... I mean, he's a YouTube content creator, for crying out loud, that just wanted to play wrestling. Yeah, he can do the aerial move. He's got one move that he does really well, and that's flying across off the top of the ropes to take somebody out. But then he cheats. Like, he plays the heel really well, because I hate him. He's almost, but he's still a millennial. He's a millennial. Yeah. Barely. He's like the tail end of millennial. So he doesn't even have the history of wrestling to redeem him. He's only 28. He just thought it was cool and wanted to try it because, you know. He's a multi-millionaire. And yeah. Got more money than brains. I get to do whatever I want. Pretty much, yes. So I was glad to see him eliminated. Him and his little rubber brass knuckles. Yeah, they were pretty... You could tell. You could tell. Like, in every other time he's brought them out, they kind of looked real. But this time, you could tell they were they were rubber. Yeah, big time. Like, dude. <laughs> you need to replace those. They're looking a little... They're looking a little... Ragged. Um... I'm just skimming here. Oh, we completely forgot about Bobby Lashley and uh uh the Viper Orton. They didn't really do much. No. No, and I was surprised. Like I I did say they were just there for fodder. They were just there for filler, you know, to throw people around. And they did. Because Orton doesn't have a storyline or anything. No, and he hurt himself too. Yeah. He hurt himself. And Lashley he doesn't have a storyline. No. Either, so they just kind of no. took those threw them, threw them in there. Just kind of like Tiff and, Tiffany and Liv Morgan. They were just filler. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So now we need to talk about the huge owie moment. With uh, Judgment Day? Yes. The tag team match. <sighs> Oh, and I'm, I'm cringing now just thinking about it. Um, 
if you watched the Elimination Chamber, you all saw Finn Balor take his thumb with the bone sticking up out of his finger, out of like the joint, the base joint of his thumb. That was a bone sticking up. Pull his thumb down, put the bone back into skin, and put it back in place. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> that was probably the best part of the match because the new something brigade or something, you know, the the, the oh, what is the it? Challengers. Called? Yeah, um, the new. To me, they don't have no chemistry as a, a tag team unit, and they didn't just they just kind of. They, um, I don't know, I don't know, because, like, Pete Dunne is known for, he's called the Bruiserweight, and he's he's known to be a singles wrestler. I don't even know much about uh, Tyler Bate, but it just seemed like two singles wrestlers working as, you know, a tag team, but they weren't working as a team, um, as where, like, Priest and uh, Balor, you know, they they were kind of like that when they first started. They were really rough as a, a team unit, but now they were pretty fluid as a tag Well, they also had Dominic Mysterio cheating for them on the side. Dominic is my favorite villain. <laughs> he plays it really well. Um, I love the fact that anytime he tries to say anything... The crowd just gets so loud where you can't even hear. Because, like, uh, Dominic was introducing Judgment Day, and the the crowd was just booing so loud you couldn't even hear what he was saying. And he just gave up. That that's But you could see the twinkle in his eye. Like, you know, my character is doing this. Like, I'm playing it well. Yeah. Um, I know a lot of people are like, oh, you can't wrestle, but... I I disagree from what I've watched. I mean, yeah, he could put some weight on. Um because you know what is he like 130 pounds. So. Soaking wet. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> He's small and wiry. That's the thing is he can duck under a lot of the swings and Yeah, but you're going to Somebody's eventually going to catch you and say, throw you. You know, he's he's going to have a one-on-one match with Bobby Lashley and, and oh my you know, gosh. There's, there's he's no, going to be a smear on the mat. He's going to be a toilet paper. You know, <laughs> he's just going to be rolled up in the thirds and wiped his ass. It's just... <laughs> so yeah, he, he needs uh, he needs to put on some weight. But I think as far as producing the moves and the uh, the storyline and the character, I think he does a really good job. Yeah, he he perpetuates that bad guy really well. And I think what put him over the edge into the ultimate heel was the disrespect he showed his father. Yeah. Now, we know for a fact from watching um, Treasures, Treasures, WWE Treasures, he adores his dad. He has an amazing relationship with his dad. He's playing the part, but he plays it so well that you kind of forget that. Yeah. (laughs) You do. You know, and you're like, you dick. (laughs) Because he does it really, really well. The helicopter spin. 
That was cool. That made me dizzy. Yeah. Um, I don't know how he maintained once he put him down. It's it's called the airplane airplane spin. Um, yeah, I don't. Well, I think he fell backwards too afterwards. And yeah, that, that was um, bait. Bait did that. And, yeah, yeah. Um, bait picked up priest. It was priest that was being spun. And it, <laughs> he's yeah. a little guy. Yeah, that was impressive. I haven't seen something like that in at least a decade. It was it was okay. I mean, the match was fun for what it was worth. I think that the Judgment Day carried most of it. Um, and then when it was starting to kind of die down almost into a, a, a dull rumble, then uh, uh, Dominic would you'd do something to get the crowd all riled back up. Yeah. He'd interrupt the pin or something. I thought because uh, Damien still has the Money in the Bank contract. And so he's still got until July. If he doesn't cash it in by July, there's what's the whole point of winning Money in the Bank? So I thought, well, maybe if he loses here, then... You know, he, it opens up for him to, to steal a title, like, from Seth Rollins, but that didn't happen. No. <laughs> Not even close. No. Okay, so, the match that I was waiting for. My favorite female wrestler fought one of the female wrestlers that I really don't like at all. I don't understand why Nia Jax is even working. She she can't she has no class for one. Like rubbing your butt in somebody's face, that's not wrestling. No. That's trashy. That's gross. That's stripper moves. And I'm sorry, we were remember we were reading an article that said that, you know, uh, we were watching an interview with Bret Hart and he was talking about wrestlers on the road and you don't get a chance to wash your outfits and that seems pretty far up places that after a while aren't going to smell great so i can't imagine being that close to that part of her body oh poor rhea poor rhea um but she didn't do any i mean she did what two actual leg drops sanctioned wrestling moves and it was the same move. Yeah, two leg drops. Everything else was literally throwing her weight around. Yeah. You know, sitting on her, um, throwing her body into her. There was no finesse to what she was doing. There was no wrestling to her wrestling. If, if, if so when wrestlers are acting like they're hurt, it's called selling the move. I know. And, well, number one, I want to back up and say that, um, what's her name? Nia Jax has been wrestling way longer than Rhea Ripley. But if it wasn't for Rhea Ripley selling the moves, it would have been. It would have been awful. awful. Yeah. Yeah. I was just going to say, Nia has been wrestling longer than Rhea. She still doesn't have a storyline. She still doesn't have a belt. She really's never had a title. 
And she's already been fired once. Yeah. And she's known for being reckless and dangerous to work with. I I was talking to Mike um, the last match that I saw with Rhea. I think it was Elimination Chamber. Mike and Lutes? I, yeah. From the Three Nose podcast. Hi, Mike. And I was kind of giving Nia some props for being brave to come out with the body she's got in the outfit she was wearing. You know, no body shaming. <sighs> then I actually watched her wrestle. If that's what you could call it. Mike said he doesn't like her because she's reckless and she puts other wrestlers in danger. Watching what she was doing and the final move that she did before Rhea took her out. When, I mean, every match at the end of the night, you know somebody's ending up on the commentator's table. Yeah. That's just the trademark of the last fight of the night. It is. Some wrestler ends up down on the floor and they do the big, massive, dramatic swipe of the table and the commentators all scatter backwards because they know what's coming. And then, boom, there's a wrestler going through the table. Naya did not clear the table. No. She ripped the the safety partition off, like the sneeze guard. I don't know what else you'd call it. <laughs> she ripped that off and then laid Rhea out on that table on top of all those monitors. She could have seriously damaged her neck, her back, her shoulders. She could have cut into her. Something could have stabbed her. It she was, didn't. It was sloppy. Yeah, it was very sloppy. And you could see that, I mean, there were obviously a bunch of um, tweets that came out after saying that Rhea was seriously injured and she had to go to the hospital. That was all bullshit. Yeah. Ignore that. But she could have very, you knew she was hurt. You could see it on her face. She was winded. She was trying to catch her breath. She was trying to, like, okay, whoa, let's just, whew, <laughs> give me a minute. That one, that one stung. And she was mad when she got up off that table and took out Naya. That was personal at that point. So, yeah, I don't like Naya. I was glad to see her go down. I, I'm a big mammy fan. <laughs> I like her. She's cool. Yeah, you covered it. I, I, yeah. <laughs> that was the match I was waiting for. Like, yeah, I wanted to see the men's elimination chamber, but I was waiting to see Rhea Ripley wrestle in her home country. We yeah. knew she wasn't going to lose. Yeah, no. This wasn't the Montreal screw job. She wasn't going <laughs> to lose in her home country. She wasn't retiring. She wasn't walking away. So we knew she was going to win. It was just how she was going to go about the winning. Yeah. And yeah, Naya, if it wasn't for the fact that Rhea knows how to sell the move, she knows how to counter with a, a, a flashier, bigger move. Um, they would have been a horrible match. Yeah. She carried the. the yeah. She carried the match. It was good. So, yeah, we are very glad we did not get up at 2 o'clock in the morning. I would have been pissed. To watch it, because it was not worth getting up at 2 o'clock in the morning. To watch a four-hour event that was not... I mean, Royal Rumble was far more interesting than Elimination Chamber. Yeah. That was far more fun to watch. I would have got up at 2 o'clock in the morning to watch that and been okay. Well, also... Even SmackDown. <laughs> Yeah, SmackDown's actually a pretty good show to watch. But there was some changes, last-minute changes, and that's what happened. 
Wars. Yeah. Um, but I, I think for what it was, you know, when we watched it and we enjoyed it and we were able to pause it when we wanted to. Yeah, that was nice. <laughs> Potty break! Pause. We're not missing nothing. So, now we've got 40-something days until WrestleMania. Yep. Um, and then I go home. You do. So, we're kind of looking forward to WrestleMania, but we're not. We're not looking for the day after WrestleMania. It's, it's on the... 8th and ninth. It better not be. Why? You're leaving on the 10th. No, I land in Canada on the 10th. I leave California on the 9th. I think it's the 7th, 6th and 7th, because remember I said I had one day to recuperate. Yes. The 8th, so it's the 6th and the 7th. The solar... You're right, it's 6th and 7th. The solar eclipse is on the 8th, so we're not going outside. Um, and I leave on the ninth. I just, yeah, I hope that it'll be our last wrestling match that we'll get to watch together for yeah. six months. <laughs> I, I, so let's see, I'm thinking, aren't we just sickening? <laughs> yeah, here we are. Yeah, we'll talk about wrestling when we get close to it. Yeah, yeah. I think you might become a, a fixture on the show when it comes to the wrestling conversations. The um, wrestling racket. <laughs> All right. Okay. I'm so I'm giving you the game, or I'm giving you your podcast back. Okay. Well, I was going to take you into Florida, man, with me. I'm right here. But, but I think we might might save some of the. Yeah, we've got an hour and a half in now. I think well, maybe we'll just end it on that. Thank you very much. My live studio audience for joining me to discuss wrestling. I think, all right, maybe we'll do a couple of Florida men just to give you all a giggle in case you were bored silly. Did you know, wait, before we do, did you know that the movie Mary Poppins has now been declared racist? Google it. Yep. It has. It's been given a new rating. So little kids can no longer watch it. Sorry, guys. No spoonfuls of sugar for you. All right, so let's check out some Florida Man headlines and see what is going on. These are just the headlines. I'm not going to read you the story. What? Oh, no. (laughs) Well, that's not good. So apparently a Florida man shooting at targets in his backyard hits his neighbor who's sitting at his dining room table. Um, A Florida man who didn't get a straw at McDonald's, attacks the McDonald's employee. Yikes. Uh, (laughs) So a Florida man was arrested at (laughs) Mar-a-Lago. Says he came to talk to Trump about his 6.3 trillion. (laughs) They're not that bright, are they? Florida man arrested after hitting dad with pizza. We've heard that one. Because he was mad he helped birth him. All right. Florida man killed ex-girlfriend while trying to get rid of the devil. That's an exorcism gone wrong. Uh, Wow. Okay. So a Florida man intentionally drove a Ferrari 360 into the ocean at top speed. 
Oh, 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 here's one for you, babe. Florida man denies syringes found in rectum are his. Okay. <laughs> uh, Florida man arrested after argument over cheesesteak. Florida man accused of burning son to teach him a lesson about fire. Okay. Uh, Florida man allegedly fooled his family into believing his murdered wife was still alive. Pol uh, Florida man chews on police car seat after cocaine arrest. <laughs> yeah, the munchies. <laughs> uh, Florida man finds boa constrictor in his car engine. No, thank you. Drunk shirtless Florida man harasses people in the park. Florida man threatens to kill man with kindness and uses a machete named kindness. I dig that. <laughs> um, oh, and the, here's another headline dating back to the Ferrari dude. The Florida man who drove the Ferrari into the water said Jesus told him to. Oh, makes sense. Yep. Wow. Okay, so a Florida man accused of luring kids tells cops he can't recall as he drinks 18 to 20 beers before talking to children. <clears throat> oh, there's actually a video of the Ferrari. <laughs> um, a Port Ritchie man accused of throwing a chair across, is accused of throwing a chair across the steak and shake. I would believe it. They're a little crazy in Port Ritchie. Man vacationing in Florida finds hidden cameras in his Airbnb. Uh, a Florida man, woman, run over by a patrol car while lying on the road to watch Eclipse. Oh, dude. A Florida man was caught exposing himself in the Walmart pillow aisle. Um, I think we need to get that new pillow and maybe wash it, disinfect it, burn it. But we're not in Florida, so we might be okay. Um... Oh, dear. A uh, Florida man finds a WW2 World War II grenade. A World War II grenade. So they're a little testy. He places it in his truck and drives to Taco Bell. I've heard of explosive meals before, but that's kind of pushing the boundaries, don't you think? <laughs> and the very next one, Florida man learns the hard way he stole laxatives, not opiates. <laughs> Florida man's accused of robbing a Chinese restaurant at finger point instead of yeah you know instead of gun look pew pew <laughs> um, Florida man spent weeks in jail for heroin that was actually detergent Um, a Florida man thought he'd do donuts on an airport runway Police were not amused. <laughs> Pensacola International Airport in his Ford Mustang. Dude. Oh, my gosh. A Florida man actually punted 
A rabid coyote in Kissimmee. A wig helps lead to arrest of Florida man in 7-Eleven robbery. Florida man attacked sister, bit cop, after someone touched his cigar. Biting is not a good thing, people. <laughs> Do not bite. If anybody should know biting is not a good thing is Wilbur from Lovejoy. That has been the big drama lately. Disappointed you, man. Yep. Dude, like, come on. No means no. Uh, Florida man dances through DUI sobriety test. <laughs> Gosh, back in the day, that would have been you and me. We danced our way up to Pizza Pizza for our uh, bacon double cheeseburger slice of pizza and then danced our way home. <laughs> I'm not oh, you are. Woman's maternity photo includes alligator, shotgun, and a Bud Light. Uh, on February 10th, apparently it was a rare day of peace. The 11th, a Florida man recorded himself having sex with a dog. Yep. 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 I, I, you heard that right. Um, on my birthday, a Florida man throws a burrito in a woman's face. Cops say this has happened before. Florida man fights to keep the last $809 after IRS seizes bogus $980,000 tax refund. Oh, dude, I didn't need to see that. Florida man caught on camera licking doorbell. <laughs> Florida man claiming people were eating his brains leads police on insane golf course chase. You think my uncle took his meds that day? Man on scooter killed in collision with deer on US-1 in Oak Hill. Aww. Florida man charged after pointing a laser at a helicopter. Rattlesnake carrying Florida man claims to be an agent of God. Florida man throws pizza slice at mom. Why are people throwing pizza slices? Right, like food abuse. Come on now. Uh, Florida man fights coyote off with a coffee cup. I smashed him. <laughs> Florida man arrested with cocaine stuffed lunchables. <laughs> well, you're going to need the chocolatey treat after that one. Florida man throws toilet through school board building window in Illinois. Is arrested sitting on another one. <laughs> Ew. You know, you got to stop letting your Florida men out of the state of Florida, okay? Ew! Oh, oh, oh! Oh, ew! <laughs> I don't know if I can do this one. Florida man charged with death of grandma found in maggot-infested bed. <laughs> oh. Apparently the 24th was another day of peace. Kind of needed that. Now, these are all from 2019, by the way. Florida man arrested for allegedly throwing cookie at girlfriend. She had opened her mouth, it would have been a snack. Uh, arrested Florida couple 
Oh, dear Lord. Arrested Florida couple pleasure each other in the back of the cop car. <laughs> I mean, you know. Florida man sprayed other inmates with urine. I wonder if it came straight from the source. Uh, <laughs> you know, I want to know what it is with Florida pizza, okay? Florida man who allegedly threatened family with Coldplay lyrics ends standoff after SWAT promises him pizza. Yep. 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 He threatened his family with Coldplay lyrics. I'd like to know which ones. Uh, Florida man who allegedly... Okay, no, I already read that. Florida House Speaker... Oh, this is like, we're up there. The Florida men have made it to the House. Florida House Speaker apologizes for referring to pregnant women as host bodies. In interview, in an interview, host bodies? Host. 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 As in like an alien has invaded your body and you're the host to a parasite. Which, by definition, babies are they grow they feed off of you you know the parasites um florida man sentenced to 10 days for dragging shark behind boat florida man rescues grandma floating away on ice throne there you go florida man arrested after fight about tupac shakur He's not dead, man. Leaf-burning Florida man asks cop, Did you find all my pot? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Florida man actually tried to board a flight in, Ontario, in Orlando with a fake grenade. Uh, Florida man goes viral for crushing a dance routine to Post Malone. Central Florida man broke into a home, fell asleep on the couch while high on meth. See, don't do meth, man. Man arrested after fight over beachfront wedding pictures. Florida man who attacked McDonald's worker over straw sentenced to jail. Uh, update. Florida man accused of intentionally pressure washing his neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> those things sting have you ever been hit with a pressure washer oh they sting it hurts um florida man in spider-man mask steals bottles from liquor store uh oh here we are a drunk shirtless florida man harasses people at the park don't go to the park milton man hit pregnant girlfriend with bag of tortilla chips over baby's paternity apparently he was not the father <laughs> Florida man finds bright green iguana in toilet and calls 911. Florida man breaks into store and flips off security camera. Oh, look, there's a picture of the iguana. Yeah, in the toilet. Nope. Um, well, the fire department posted on their uh, I don't know, Twitter page, 
Can you imagine lifting the toilet seat and finding this? Today, Engine 13 responded to this exact call. Upon arrival, the owner stated they went to use the restroom and they found a lizard in the toilet. Our crews took the lizard outside and released him without harm. Yep. There's a picture of the fireman with the lizard in his hands. A uh, Florida man who burned caged cat fed it to dogs gets no jail time. Maybe we should set him on fire and feed him to the dogs. Florida man accused of throwing pancake batter at woman arrested. See, look at it. You can throw pancake batter. And you can't throw pancake batter or food because you'll get arrested. But you can burn a cat and feed it to your dogs and you're okay. Where does that make sense? Florida man accused of exposing himself to Sammy's exotic dancer. All right. Squirrel attacks Florida man. Rodent was raised by neighbor. <laughs> An attack squirrel. <laughs> Ew. Florida man shoved woman because he wanted to eat egg rolls in her house. Florida man Googles self to find out which Florida man he is. <laughs> oh, Florida man steals hot air balloon from Indiana during Florida man challenge. Florida man electrocuted trying to remove bird from power lines. No good deed goes unpunished. South Florida man calls cops after being scammed over paid sex. <laughs> oh my God. I'm sorry, the prostitute that I just hired scammed me. <laughs> Oh, a Florida man's job application led to his arrest in a 1998 cold case. Damn. Florida man shoots and kills pet zebra he did not have a permit for after animal escapes. Florida man accused of attacking mom when she wouldn't dress his mannequin. Yep, yep. Uh, Florida man arrested for stealing nearly $6,000 worth of sunglasses. Yeah. Wow. Oh, I can't do that one because I have to turn my ad block off and I don't want to do that. What is this? So, we all know Florida has a bit of a reputation when it comes to crime. <laughs> Um, naked burglary or stalking the streets armed while dressed like a dinosaur. Um, Florida man is known to stand shirtless in a hurricane while blasting Slayer or calling 911 to report of la a lack of vodka or just to talk to Hitler. Yeah. Florida man steals a van to drive to the Waffle House. I'm sorry, but their smothered, covered, and chunked hash browns are just not all that good. Bursts into ex's delivery room and fights new boyfriend while she gives birth. Oh, this is a Florida woman. She tells cops that she had no idea how the drugs got into her private bits. Apparently her private bits were not with her when they contracted the drugs. 
could be a sexually transmitted disease. Uh, Florida man throws an alligator into a Wendy's drive through window. There's a picture of the alligator in the Wendy's. Oh, dude. Dude, really? Florida man attacks a dancing flamingo at Bush Gardens. He should have just stayed out of the beer garden. Here we are with pizza again. Florida man gets banned from pizza after making too many prank calls. Uh, Florida teen pretends to be a doctor. Twice. Oh, dear. He looks a little crazy. Florida man freaks out over shuffleboard at a senior center. Uh, again with the food. This guy assaults his boss with a frozen hamburger. This woman starts a brawl over cheese on garlic knots. Telling you. Y'all are weird. All right, so we're going to end this really long podcast here it's almost two hours um i hope you all enjoyed it thank you again to my special guest for jumping in and discussing all things wrestling with me or at least all things elimination chamber um that's it for this week y'all know the rules be the kind friend and don't lick shit all right everybody talk to you next week see ya Be peace when you are done. Lay your weary head to rest. Don't you cry.